we are live, so uh, hello everyone here, uh, Mastercast Season 2, Episode 4, uh, which is pretty fun, uh, Camden right now, which is going to be our special guest today, is not available currently, as of right now, he'll be available in about 20 minutes or so, so while we wait for him to talk about the things on the Mastercast, like, um, we're going to be talking about today the folding laptop that we're going to be looking at, the X-ray phone camera, some insane Unreal Engine 5 stuff, uh, Razer releasing new headphones, and a bunch of other things, Ryzen releasing new CPUs and all that stuff. Um, we're currently going to be uh, playing some Legends of Rune Terror while we wait for Canon to show up so we can talk about all those things. It's going to be really fun, and I hope everyone enjoys this, uh, this episode here. So first thing we want to talk about actually is the new series uh, on my channel currently that we're looking at um, doing. We have two new series that are going to be coming on this channel. One of them you already know about. It's the end, the mainframe one, uh, this one. And the main frame of is going to be my um, tutorial series, tutorials and tips series, talking about things um, here, here in the main frame, uh, talking about things like uh, recommending, you know, mice and looking at computer basics and that kind of stuff and signals and Bluetooth and kind of just like talking about a variety of um, things relating to like tutorials and tips and things you might not have known. So that's in the mainframe here. And then what we're going to be looking at... Um, kind of on a gaming side is the game lab so this isn't uh game lab from uh this is not game lab from uh, the game theorist or whatever it's not like oh we're gonna recreate stuff it's actually just gonna be my interesting uh streaming series where the um intent at least is to uh stream a game every single day a different game every single day um, for a month and then based on the three that people like the most they'll be made into a series on my second channel So that's like that whole thing. Unfortunately, we can't really do that yet until um, We get a couple things sorted out I need to have like a month of time where I can like do this consistently every day and right now that's not really gonna be happening until about October because um, graduation and uh, Orientation some other things uh, for work are being done this month and then next month is we have uh, going to vacation uh, for an entire week so we can't really do it then and then the we uh the month after is august and we have um moving day for college bringing all the stuff in college things birthday that kind of stuff so that's out and so september is really going to be you know focusing on getting into um college getting situated and stuff so really the only time we have to do this streaming thing is going to be october so i expect this is like october 1st game lab stream thing uh different game every day for a month and then uh, yeah so it's gonna be pretty cool I'm going to try to get the second channel going um, by the end of this year, so that's going to be neat if anyone wants to uh, check that out. So yeah, right now we'll be waiting for camping and that stuff. I just wanted to show you the logo for these two things if you're wondering what those are and that kind of stuff. As always, Mastercast is available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts about a day or two after it goes live on uh, YouTube. So if you ever want to check it out after the fact, you can go uh, in the description of many of these videos and find the info about... Uh, Spotify now podcast link to that. So while we're doing that, um, we're going to be playing some Legends of Rune Terrace. So hopefully the volume and everything is okay. Uh, let me just lower that real quick. Uh, so Legends of Rune Terror is a card game based on League of Legends. Um, so a lore and an atmosphere and that kind of stuff. Um, it's very fun. It's similar to Magic in a way where you have each turn someone can like interact and do things. Um, but what I really like about this is it's a integration between PC and mobile, so I can play it on my phone, have it sync up stuff that I'm doing here. I can, um, and it's a better monetization scheme, so instead of having to buy packs and stuff, you have these rewards. It's pretty much, you can get these by 
doing um, quests. So, for instance, a quest here is win a game with certain people in your deck, win a game with certain people in your deck, and attack of spiders. You do this 15 times, you get 1,000 XP and weekly vaults and XP and stuff. And then that XP on top of winning goes into these rewards here. And you eventually get like chests and cards and that kind of stuff. And these are really useful, right? Um, so these uh, are not like card packs. So you can't really buy them. You have to like earn them through experience. And then you can eventually build your deck and that kind of stuff. So the deck I currently have is um, Freezer deck, Spider kill deck, um, sort of buff deck, and um, like a instant death deck or ethereal, whatever it's called deck. Um, and I'll explain how to play the game in a moment. Pretty much you have these decks. Uh, you have champions, which are like special cards that have certain requirements and things that you can play and level up, and they're really good. Um, and you have, you know, decks you can build uh, with this thing, and you can like show unowned and that stuff. Uh, there's a couple decks that are currently overpowered. The um, One of them is quite large. Like, very, like, there's a lot, a lot of damage that gets outputted. Again, it's similar to magic in that kind of regard, so yeah, hopefully the audio is okay, I can't really tell, but um, today we're going to be looking at this deck, or at least showing off this deck against real people, this is a Thal deck, um, it's my random name, it's pretty much an elite deck, um, lots of like, uh, power and that kind of stuff, so I'll explain how to play the game, it's pretty simple, um, similar to magic, you have 20 uh, health or whatever, and try to whittle that down, unlike magic, um, there's no summoning sickness, so when a thing gets played, you can play it right away without having any problem. Um, so that's nice. Um, yeah, so let's, so we have starting hand, uh, this deck looks good, so I'm going to click OK, and pretty much how this works is you have a attack token right here that whenever you have the attack token, you can initiate attack. When you don't have the attack token, you can't. So currently it's round one, and what happens is, uh, your mana right here, the current mana you have to spend depends on the round. So right now we're round two, so we have two uh, mana right here. And um, any mana you don't use ends up going into the spell mana. So if I end my turn, this two mana goes into the spell mana. And so for instance, if I look at this card right here, it's two and I have two here, which means I can play it. But as you can see, since it's a troop and it's not a spell, it's not gonna take up the spell mana here, so I can play you. And as you can see, we have uh, the attacks, so how much damage it deals, the health, how much damage it can take, and then the effect. When you summon an elite, grant it plus one, plus one. So I'm going to summon here as my first ability. Here's the attack token, so I can't actually attack if I want to. Um, but yeah, it's his turn now. Can't do anything. When two people pass, the token goes back to me. So now it's my turn. Uh, so uh, three, three here, I can play this. Two and four. Uh, this is a special modifier and it's challenger so pretty much um, in the attack phase if there's an enemy right here I can um, attack with them and then force the enemy to block so if it's like a 1-1 uh, one, one, and I force it to block here it's a 2-4 and I'd win the interaction so I'm going to place this down here because um, so, I think it's a good um, starting bundle right he plays this so it's 3 you can see how much money he has, and pretty much it's whenever I'm summoned, grant allies in hand plus one, plus one. So these are your allies in hand, and plus one on each side. Uh, it is my turn to attack, and I have give ally plus one, plus one this round. So I'm going to showcase the challenger real, real quick here. I can do this, and I can force him to challenge, even if he didn't want to challenge, which is nice. And then that leaves him open for this attack, so I can attack. Now what has to happen is it's his turn. He has three spell mana, so he could actually block if he wanted to, but he doesn't. It goes through, and I do two damage. 
round four. I have four of this mana. He has a lot more. And we go from there. Uh, this right here is an elusive, which means it can't be blocked. It can only be blocked by an elusive target, so I can't block with this. So that's uh, three free damage if he decides to go for it. And then the ability is whenever you summon an ally, give me plus one plus zero. Um, and he has plus one plus one from the card before. So we have that. Um, let's see, which one do I want to do? I probably want to do this because it's a decent card and I can summon a plus five power ally as well. He summons another one of these, which gives him a bonus here, and that's seven damage that he's going to be able to do because I can't block because I don't have the uh, target. So this is actually one of the strategies of my deck before is doing this stuff. It sounds kind of complicated. It's not really. It's just learning the effects of different cards uh, and stuff. So um, I'm going to place you because it gives all allies in my deck plus one, plus one. And uh, what I need to do and be careful of is, yeah, definitely not losing to these things here. I just realized I'm in full screen and not getting any notifications. He summons you. Overwhelms interesting. So if I um, if he attacks and I block, any excess damage is dealt to the enemy nexus. Um, I can't really do much. So I'm going to challenge. Yes, this will kill this card, but at least I can get rid of one of these. Um, and I don't really want to do anything else because I don't want anything else to die. So we'll just go there. He has five mana that he can use, so he can probably defend, but he's not going to. Uh, so yeah. That's what we're currently dealing with here. Yeah, everything is going well, right? The um, stream is warning. Stream bet rate is currently a third of what it should be. Excellent. Uh, he summoned this, which is a lifesteal, which again, damage dealt, heals the nexus. Um, I want to summon you was that a notification uh, i don't think so no so i want to do boom there we go he does damage and then i can use my after he summons this whatever and yeah uh i don't have enough for both of these and this is a better one so i'm going to use you and sacrifice Now I can either choose two. I want to choose you because honestly, having something I can block is better than having something I can't block. Um, with there, this eye is also interesting. So if you're like a bunch of calculation and going, you can just hover over this and it shows you what happens. Um, neat. If there's a lot of like effects going on, so he's dead now. He still has the option to attack, so he's probably going to do that. Summon something as well, which means this does that. I can't do anything, so I pass. He's probably going to attack, which he is. I can't do anything to this one, but I can do something to this other one. Um, and I'm going to do so because he can't kill me and I can kill it. As long as he doesn't summon or do anything with another spell, I should be fine. This is Challenger, though, which is a problem because he's probably going Oh, okay. He's probably going to uh, challenge. He could challenge one of these and eliminate my ability to defend. I guess he doesn't, which is fine. Um... We'll see where this goes. I'm pretty good usually at the game, and there it goes. <laughs> yeah, that's a plus three, plus three, and that's damage, a lot of damage done. Oh, that's a heal as well. So he's perfectly in a great position to just swamp me currently, which I don't like. That's not ideal. So um, I'm going to buff you, and so we're at a decent markup, except for the fact that that is seven, and that's a permanent bonus, and that's 
probably going to kill me. So I can attack and attack again, really summons this uh, attack token again, or I can give the top three there. I'm not gonna be able to do damage, so I might as well do that. Give my players a benefit, and here's the problem. If I do this, right, he can block with that one or any of these, but this one specifically, and be fine. And I can't really do anything, and then I'm open for a huge attack. So I'm just going to plus two, plus two, plus three. I I don't want him to challenge that. So I'm just going to place this here. I will probably die, but I think this is the best option because something like I, I'm not, I'm sorry. There we go. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I won't get rid of him. That's okay. I still live, which is nice. This is going to kill me regardless, so unless I have a way to magically fix that problem, I'm dead. And he summoned another one. Cool. Um, I can do both of these. So I'm going to do... Uh, was that? Four? Oof. Um, and then I have five for spells. But that doesn't matter. I need to attack. Yeah, I need to attack. Okay. Plus three, plus three. Can only grant it to a damaged ally, so I'll do that, sure. He's going to attack, because he can do that, which is really irritating. But he doesn't, and now it's his turn, and he's going to attack, and he's going to win. So not the best showcase of what's happening. If I do this, um, well, it's a good idea, I pass it on to him, which is not a good idea. So I'm going to do that. Now, this is a deck that really relies on like adding bonuses and damage and stuff um, for like a couple cards. So doing that, pretty, yeah, it's pretty useless. Get some damage off. Not much really is going to happen here because he can just swamp me because he has, I don't, what is he doing? I'm so confused. Like, does he think, like, I don't want to do this because he could just attack, so I'm just going to pass it. Um, yeah, let's do that. Let's show you that that was a bad idea. This Frostbite's all enemies. Frostbite pretty much gets rid of all the power from all um, targets, so they become useless. And you do have nine mana, but you only have three cards in your hand. And while you can summon this all day, I'm going to summon you, Challenger, which is going to put a very big dent into his ability. No matter how many of these you summon, it really doesn't matter. Let's get rid of one of them, though. Ooh, um, which one do I want to get rid of? That's a good question. I can't get rid of most of them. I want to get rid of you. I then want to do this. Uh, my uh, insta-death deck works better for these type of things than the other one does. Um, but that's just a, yes. So I'm checking things a lot. I do need to make sure I'm not uh, messing things up. Did I lose here? What's happening? No. So this will kill 
and that's to gain damage. I'm not sure what he's planning because he could just kill me right now and I have no ability to stop him. Even right there, I have no ability to stop him. Like, that's nine. Like, it doesn't really matter. I can frostbite as many enemies as I want. It's not going to fix the fact that that's still nine damage. Um, I mean, I'm going to do it anyway. But I lost. So let's just get th through this so we can go on to the next game. Um, yep, I lost. No, no. Um, stream is going on for 17 minutes. We're streaming at a questionable rate. Uh, you get experience here, as you can see, and vault chests and stuff, so that's fun. Uh, I'm going to try my vanish deck now, which is neat. Current bit rate is quite low. I'm sure it's fine. One concurrent viewer? Oh, absolutely. Warning, the stream quality sucks. Yeah, I, I'm aware. If a game reaches 40 rounds, the game ends in a tie. Wow. I haven't gotten anywhere close to 40 rounds. I think the max I got was 25. Um, game is free, by the way. Done by Riot Games again. Thing of League of Legends. It's actually pretty great. It's like one of the better games. Um, on top of Magic, that's, that's my favorite, and this is like a better version of Magic, although some of the things are a little overpowered, which is irritating. Like, the um, Deep Sea deck is like absurd, because it's pretty much you get 15 or less, uh, you get 40 cards in a deck, and then 15 or less is like plus 3, plus 3 to anything that's deep, and stuff. some of that stuff is like elusive, so you can't hit it. So you get the... Um, Anglerfish, that's like plus six, plus six, and it's just disgusting. Camp lock, pretty simple, camp lock. Sorry about that. Weird allergies going on, I really hate it. He's gonna do that, I might as well stun. Stun prevents enemies from um, blocking, I mean, attacking. So I'm gonna stun just because I have no real reason to not do that, although I probably could have saved it. That's kind of fine. Last breath. Um, ability takes effect when you dies. Till two dam da 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 da. two damage to the nexus. So here's the deck. Uh, this is ephemeral. Ephemeral. Uh, the unit dies when it strikes or when the round ends, and last breath is when it dies. So this effectively means that the next time one of these allies attacks, revive me attacking. This is really good, especially when you forget it exists super good because I can just do this uh, it doesn't matter really what happens next time I revive I can uh... next time I summon an ally that has um, that I can attack so it is a lot, of a lot of damage there I don't like that it's one of these decks where it's like attack attack that's a lot is that gonna kill that was dangerous um, let me summon you. Yeah, the deck where it's like deal two, deal one, deal two, and then the survive, which is play. Deal one, do another, deal two, the nexus. Yeah, this is pretty much as much damage as humanly possible deck, which I don't like, considering I'm already at six and it's been 30 seconds. For God's sakes. Um, this just isn't ideal. It's not ideal either. Uh, but... It's not the worst decision I've ever seen, especially considering I have this, and this should work, except I don't have enough of, um, Spellman. He's gonna do a piece of garbage. 
Uh, he has enough to kill a unit. Five. And he has enough to drain a unit. Four to enemy nexus. Two to... Come on! That's such a stupid move. Congratulations, you won, you piece of shit. Okay. Um... Oh, you're alive. Neat. Let's join the call. Hello? I cannot hear you. Everything is working on this end, correct? Okay, I thought stream was supposed to be enabled. What the hell? Uh, hello, hello, hello. Testing, testing, it's working. Yours is not working. Yours is not working. Okay, so we're just going to get into the uh, tech news right now, at least, currently. So, uh, right now, we're talking about uh, some pretty interesting things as I just consult my um, notes real quick. Uh, we have, we can talk about the new iPhone SE, new MacBook Pro. Uh, the ThinkPad X1 Fold is the first thing we're going to be talking about today. So, bear with us there. ThinkPad released a new computer kind of so they're think uh, Lenovo's ThinkPad line with new computer it's called the uh, X1 fold and as you can see here it's a very um foldy device that looks like uh, the Samsung Galaxy or whatever but it's a laptop and it folds like completely which is incredible uh, it's pretty much a giant slab that folds in half and it's going to be three thousand dollars guarantee it and it's uh just a tablet pretty much but runs Windows 10 and can fold so that is you know that and it's pretty pretty interesting i'm not sure where it's gonna be going because it's just like absurd kind of uh stream url copy So, voice connected. Is your voice connected? Uh, yeah, so think about release this. That's interesting. Uh, as you can, it's it's pretty much think of like an Android tablet and then make it like three times as thick. Uh, yeah, nope. Three times as thick. Uh, it's, they released this. It's similar to Surface, whatever. I don't know how this is going to work. It, there's no price or anything on it. It's called the X1 Fold, so it's similar to the X1 lineup. I can't imagine it's cheap. God, you have my text, Discord, and everything else. How many things can you possibly do? Camden is driving home right now. Okay. So, yeah, this is going to be quite interesting. Not sure what it's going to turn out to be. Um, but this is, like, the best picture of it. It's a keyboard. Now, the problem with this is that there's no real, um, like, there's the top thing. 
um, here with like the pen so it's like a pencil pen thing that you can like write on and then there's a keyboard that you can keyboard on um, making sure everything is my speed but my speakers messed up I'm pretty sure no I'm on normal speakers let me end the call here is it fixing the problem it's not fixing the problem can I right click on you and try to fix user volume 200% no mute and unmute you uh, is there a way you could get on your laptop possibly is that maybe the issue we're having here voice connected Uh, you're uh, you're sharing your screen. I can see you. I I just it's it's not it's not working. Is your microphone disabled on your laptop or your phone, perhaps? Okay. So there's the ThinkPad. I think I sent you the link or whatever. It looks pretty interesting. Um, Camden always has technical issues. I know, chat. I know it's great. Um, so. Camden's going to type into the Discord chat what he thinks about the ThinkPad X1, which is a foldable laptop tablet thing that has a keyboard and stuff, and you can fold it, similar to the Galaxy Fold. As a layman person, what do you think about this? I'm going to stare at your face until you respond. Okay, Camden gave it a thumbs up and he's currently typing in the chat what his problems are. Excellent. Muting myself and unmuting myself does nothing. Increasing and decreasing the volume does literally nothing. So while he goes and types about that, let's talk about the new next thing. So Razer recently released their Opus or Opus um, headphones, pretty much just uh, noise canceling. Uh, ANSI headphones for 200 bucks look pretty interesting. That's pretty much all there is to do this. They just released this and they're not known for releasing that kind of stuff because they're a gaming company and they game stuff. So that's good. Um, yeah, it's just headphones. Kind of neat. 200 bucks. Go buy them or something. I don't really care. Um, next thing we're going to be talking about is... So the OnePlus 8 is a phone that released. And it's a very great phone. OnePlus, one of my favorite companies. Um, and But their phone had a issue with its x-ray camera where in a certain setting in one of the cameras it could actually go through plastic as you can see this is a great example uh, the oculus controllers because everyone has an oculus quest at home that they never use um it can see through plastic if you put it up to the photochrome mode and it, like it's actually like a uh infrared light or something that's on one of the cameras that can actually see through plastic and it looks pretty cool and like these kind of scenarios and stuff look can see through like an apple tv box um this sets a glitch or whatever but i honestly think it's pretty cool looks pretty interesting uh what i actually want to hear your thoughts about on is it got banned in a lot of countries specifically because it could do something like this like look through stuff and i think after the update oprah probably unban it but what do you think about countries banning phones because of a feature like this do you think they're overreacting or what it seems like a good product, but I won't get anything that folds. I agree. Uh, what 
I don't know why I'm typing. You can hear me. Uh, what do you think about durability? Also, you're on mute. Like, I can see your little mute button is on mute. What's that? What's that? Oh, I can almost hear you. No, I'm kidding. It doesn't work at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it depends on what you use it for. Um, yeah, I kind of agree. I It might be glass. The problem is I think these are mostly plastic screens that they're trying to, like, do here, which is not ideal for anything. Plastic screens scratch easily. They're not durable. They're just bad to write on. Like, writing on that just seems painful. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this is interesting. This is the phone, by the way, if you haven't seen the phone before. This is the phone. One of these cameras is able to actually look through stuff. So, yeah, that's neat. Um, next thing we want to talk about here is something quite interesting. So, if you're not familiar with game development, uh, Unreal Engine is used by, like, 90% of the world's games that come out and stuff. And Unreal Engine 4 is the current version that they're on doing stuff with that. Unreal Engine 5, however... Just got it showcase demo, and it looks incredible. Let me just go, uh, oh, sorry. Now, let me just go and find that. So, Unreal Engine, the fifth version of that's supposed to be really neat, have some really good real-time um, demos and stuff. What's really interesting about this demo, though, is it's running on PS5. So, PS5, Xbox Series X, new generations of consoles, like, cheap for people that don't want to finick with a bunch of this stuff. And it, a real-time demo of this incredible stuff is actually running on the PS5. So you don't have to have, like, a massive um, god-tier PC in order to run half the stuff, which is really nice. And as you'll see by this first look at Unreal Engine 5, the gen, uh, photorealism of CG stuff, it's very interesting, this, um, this demo here. So they're going to go through a bunch of things. It's a, a real-time demo, so it's, like, running in real-time. It's not pre-rendered or whatever. And it's showing some incredible scenes um and just some like it, it is real time and it looks great and it's supposed to be like look at this this is real time running it's a little choppy from the it's buffering because i'm playing it back at 2k resolution just to try and show you the greatness of this is but um yeah it's a real time demo uh let me just go auto so it, we can get through this faster uh real time demo great lighting effects great I like all the all these effects and it's just uh, it's quite interesting so the rotation triangles here actually and i just want to like describe the level of insanity oh my god would you load how hard is it um one concurrent viewer i love that bit rate of half a quarter of what it should be uh so you will just see if this loads it's a very uh, impressive demo as well. It's running, you know, real time, as I've said. love to show you the demo. I'd love to show how great it is. Okay, so this is real time, kind of. Um, this is rocks and the formation of these rocks and how it, you know, adapts to stuff. And you're about to see triangles in a moment. Um, so, what's is impressive? Because the rocks are like, okay, cool, rocks. There it is. Nope, it's gone. Um, that is the amount of triangles. So each one of these little specks and dust is a triangle. Typically, you'd be limited to 20 million triangles. With this point, you're not limited to any. So you can go billions and billions of triangles. And triangles are just like what um, objects are made of in games and stuff. They make triangles like a, a, a ball, right? Like a realistic soccer ball is probably made of like a couple thousand triangles. Uh, this is like billions for some reason. 
into this cave. As you can see here, just billions of triangles, um, which I think is cool. Unfortunately, I can't have Camden comment on the levity of this incredible uh, foundation because um, he doesn't exist. So. So, um, what I want actually Camden to do now so he has something to do during this stream instead of just watching me talk about crap he has no clue about, uh, I want you to actually, uh, close your eyes for a moment if you can do that for about, uh, 12 seconds and I'm going to count to 12 seconds and at the end of that 12 seconds I'll say open your eyes and then you're going to tell me if what I'm showing you is real or not. Okay, you got that? Don't tell me your video stopped working too. Oh no. <laughs> I can see your face. Um, there we go. Okay, so I'm going to count to 12 and then you're going to open your eyes, okay? So, uh, one, two, three, four, Five, six, seven. This is so slow. You know what? Actually, ten more seconds. Ten. Oh wait. Okay. I'm looking up currently a real statue. So just keep that in mind. Looking up a real statue. Uh, from the Himalayan mountains. Actually, it's quite interesting. Himalayans have a lot of mountains, and so. I decided to show you Himalayan statue. So yeah, uh, let me just, okay, got it, good. And wow, that is incredible. Look at that detail. Look at that incredible. Normal mount, no authored LOD. Okay, so 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, uh, 2, 1, God, wait. Okay, so you're gonna open your eyes now, and it's not gonna work because there's a stupid YouTube thing at the top and bottom. So I was going to show you the incredible ability to show you a triangle, but it it didn't work. Okay, I'm just gonna no whatever. Uh, next thing we're gonna be talking about. You can open your eyes now, by the way. Next thing we're gonna be talking about is um. Let me just consult my notes real quick. Uh, new MacBook Pro. Okay, so here's a really interesting thing. Uh, the new MacBook Pro is not that much like different from the old one, except it has double the RAM, double the storage, and a better keyboard and everything else. It's absurd. So I expect, oh, they're going to refresh with the new chips, and they're going to fix the keyboard. They did that. Then they fixed everything else. They added what I wanted, which was, um, so it's 2.8 quad-core processor. Uh, it's a, yep, quad-core 10th gen, so that's why I tried a boost in that. Uh, 16 gigs of absurdly fast DDR4 memory, 512 gig SSD, and a, this stuff, and it's the same price. This is fantastic, by the way, and utterly incredible. Like, this is a great deal now. Like, not a fantastic deal, which is a really good deal with that 512 gig SSD that most don't come with, and that 16 gigs of incredibly fast, especially with the new keyboard and that stuff. It's a excellent computer at this point, and absolutely probably worth getting if you're in for a ultrabook like this puts it in a competitive edge compared to like the dell or hp whatever so that's that uh anything else yes exactly we have no wrong one we have um 
Uh, oh, Apple iPhone leak. So this is going to be fun. Um, Apple decided, or not Apple, but one of the Apple uh, leakers decided to tell us everything about the next iPhone. So if you like that kind of stuff, listen up. Uh, I want Camden to comment on the names of these because these are great. Uh, yeah. So, so it's uh, I think the potential leak blah blah blah. Reveal the iPhone 12 details from YouTube. You can watch the variable of so iPhone 12 leaks back. So here are the 12 or uh, 12 four different iPhones that are going to be releasing later this year. You got that? You ready? Okay. So the iPhone 12. So this is going to be replacing the 10R and the 11, sort of like the budget-er model that has uh, usually an LCD screen and a lower camera and sort of like a lower quality uh, compared to the um, flagship ones, but is actually has like the same processor and that kind of stuff. So the FN12 right here is going to be priced at um, 650 with a bump up to uh, 750. It's going to have a 5.4-inch Super Retina OLED. So versus LCD, it's OLED. Uh, OLEDs have better contrast, colors, all that stuff. Uh, you can make them thinner so you don't have as many bezels. Yeah, so the base one is going to be 650. Say Let's say 750. Um, that A14 Bionic, 4 gigs of RAM compared to the 3. 128 gig base storage. So let's say you get the 650. Um, dual real cameras... It's going to have sub 60 or 5G, which isn't like super fast, but still pretty good. So this is a great value, 650 right here. If we're doing 120 gigs, which is double the storage, dual real cameras, and this. And then the iPhone 12 Max is at 750. Uh, so this, is, this is a good value right here, 650, um, that stuff. And then the Max is 750 with a bigger display. And that looks to be it. And then the iPhone 12 Pro is a thousand dollars with a big, uh, the same, except a Super Retina HDR, XDR, sorry, OLED, which is gonna be even better than the Super Retina OLED for some reason, because it's by a different company. Um, it's gonna have six gigs of RAM. It's gonna have a bigger 512 gig storage option. Triple cameras, so three cameras, probably a um, ultra wide. And then a LiDAR sensor for some reason. It's going to also have millimeter wave and being a steel. So this is a very compelling offer, except uh, for some things. This uh, lower end, although I think to me quite competitive, the iPhone 12, uh, because of its OLED and its A14 chip and its 128 gig and dual cameras, it's going to be a very popular option right here. And a pretty good phone. Honestly, for 650 I'd be pretty happy getting something like this as long as, uh, yeah, the screen's better. So I really have no complaints. It's kind of small, though. Um, but I actually know you, uh, Camden, here have an iPhone SE or an iPhone 6, whatever. So uh, you can type in the chat here, would you like this iPhone 12 considering the 650 price and start at 120 gig of storage? Um, do you consider this a good deal here coming from someone that already has a small phone, possibly wanting to transfer to this type of phone? 6, yes, you have a 6. So would you be considering this... Can um, 650 small phone like you like uh, super oled great chipset decent ram enough storage to last you a long time dual cameras all that stuff would this be a good deal in your opinion if you were trying to uh, upgrade what are your results the price isn't as bad as yours and if it 
if I uh, would consider the upgrade camera good. Uh, it's a dual camera. So it's like the iPhone 11 camera. If you've ever seen pictures of that and people that have that. So it's pretty good. It's not going to be like top tier flagship level, but it's going to be pretty close. The camera's definitely like four times as good as the camera you have now. So it, put in that comparison, it's going to be a little bit better than the iPhone XR camera. Um, in terms of comparing it to Samsung, it's going to be about on par with, I'd say, the um, S10. So if you have a comparison for that. Um, yeah, it's a small phone, which I think is kind of interesting. They're going to bring back small phones. Um, sub 6 gigahertz 5G, so at least they can claim it has 5G at 650, which is a very nice uh, thing to say. Um, so they just talk about it here. Talk about the iPhone 12, 12 Max, 12 Pro, and 12 Pro Max. Uh, yeah, so you just look at the specs and you're like, wow, 650, all that stuff. This is a 12, 12 Max is what I'm interested in, um, most likely. Uh, so the displays, which is something that's not talked about, many of these flagship phones end up having 120 hertz or very smooth displays and uh, refresh rates and that kind of stuff. This won't. Uh, supposedly because of uh, some sensor issues. Uh, they're supposed to have ProMotion, 120 inch displays, but uh, the technology isn't ready to come down, blah, blah, blah. Pretty much, this is gonna be quite interesting to see how it pans out. There's no comments for some reason, even though I assume this would be a massive comment plug, but whatever. Um, so yeah, I think this is gonna be quite interesting when uh, it comes out, posted two, days, two weeks ago. Uh, but yeah, so this is interesting anything else oh yeah uh lg released a concept wing phone that's pretty cool it's pre it's pretty much think of a phone and then another phone glued to it and then you take that phone that's glued to it and you turn it horizontally so you have access to the keyboard what is the feature that makes it distinctively different uh, it's small for one, not a lot of phones are, so uh, 5.4 inch, most phones are at least 6.1, if not 6.7, 6.5. The price is 650, even though you think it's a little expensive for an OLED that has that base storage and this stuff, it's not bad. We don't know the uh, design of it yet, uh, 100%. We don't know like the design aesthetics, it's supposed to have A14 chip, which is like a super fast, the best in the business. You can't get any faster or stronger than this chip in smartphones. Um, and you know it's camera, it's night camera stuff. Uh, 5G, so being able to connect to these better, faster networks is also important. So those are things that make this different. Um, and they might come with some other things uh, as well, but we're not so sure. Uh, it was rumored at one point to be able to come with like original AirPods, but I don't think that's going to happen. It doesn't seem like something that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, so those are the things that make it uh, better and different least and then lg released this disgusting thing so what are your thoughts about the lg wing which is a phone on top of a phone that you flip the first phone into horizontal mode and you just do stuff with your phone like do you think because lg has done things like this and they work but no one buys them because they're absurd but like so what would would, would like do you know anyone who would be crazy enough except me to buy this what do you mean voice connected at 25 mega? Remember, I cannot hear you, so you're going to have to type in chat. If... <laughs> oh, 
Are we still alive? Are we good? We're kind of good. Yeah, so uh, I think... Are you there? Oh, you're typing. Okay, great. It says mic connected, voice connected, but it doesn't work. I'm very aware of that. I've been trying to fix that for like an hour now. Yeah, I know it says voice connected. I'm... Yep. Debug, is this going to break everything? Um, outbound, is outbound working? It says it is inbound. It says you're working too. I don't understand. It has to be something on your end. I just can't imagine it's not. I just, I don't know what it is. Anyways, uh, anything else we have to talk about here? We're almost done. It's about 45 minutes. I mean, I spent the first 20 playing uh, Legends of Runeterra, but whatever. Uh, one plus eight. iPhone SE, we don't need to talk about. It's just a budget phone that Camden's going to like a lot. Um, uh, you're probably thinking about that. Oh, so Google Pixel 5. So this is a kind of disappointing thing. Uh, the Google Pixel 5, which is Google's next Pixel lineup, is not going to have anything good about it, and it's probably going to suck. Uh, that's just in comparison to um, one of the features it had, which was um, Motion Sense, which is pretty much the thing I talked about in my other... Um, Mastercast at one point about uh, being able to like wave your hand over the sensor and be able to like change songs or close alarms or change the volume on things or swipe notifications away or answer phone calls that kind of stuff excellent idea great like um production behind it some things work really well but ultimately in that one phone they didn't do so well Google does a lot of things, and they just get rid of it completely. And so the Pixel 5 is not going to have this feature, which is unfortunate because it's actually the thing that they need now because of this whole pandemic thing we're doing, being able to have a hands-free way to accept calls and play music and uh, silence alarms is really useful, especially when you're outside and you're trying to do that kind of stuff. Um, so it's not going to have that. And more specifically, it's not going to have... Um, so the reason the Pixel 4 didn't do well is because it was supposed to have a 90 hertz display but only worked if it was at high brightness and it drained the battery life which wasn't good so you didn't have a big enough battery you had a bad um like reason for 90 hertz at max brightness so bad battery bad like refresh stuff um not, like software was fine except there was a couple bugs the camera was great but it only it didn't have like an ultra wide and it was like nine hundred dollars at the time so it just wasn't really worth it and the pixel 5 is downfall is probably going to be the fact that it's not going to be as good as the pixel 4a which is a cheaper version of the pixel 4 that's going to sell a lot pixel uh so yeah the pixel 5 isn't going to have the latest um processor uh which is a problem because the snapdragon 865 which is currently the like top processor for android flagships that cost a thousand dollars which this is probably going to cost um that's what they tend to run as the six 865 because it's like really good and high and stuff the problem is it's really expensive compared to last year's like in order to implement into your phones school's just saying hey let's put a mid-range chip or upper mid-range chip into a thousand dollar phone and you can understand if you were paying a thousand dollars for a phone and you had a chip set you know a thing that powers your phone being like a six hundred dollar phone feeling kind of disappointed on that especially when hopefully the battery's going to be better but i don't think it will be so yeah not the ideal situation the uh, pixel 5 is coming into 
And then the Pixel 4a is supposed to be really good. It's 350, it's a plastic back and stuff, it's gonna have great camera and all that stuff. And they're just shooting themselves in the foot constantly. It's kind of funny, actually. Um, yeah, what do you think about the Pixel 5 in general? Google's um, Pixel end up being like expensive and then it goes down a little bit, um, but then kind of rebounds at least somewhat. Um, the whole, the whole like, mo were you aware of like motion uh, sense in a way? Like, was motion sense a big thing? Um, like, could you see yourself using motion sense in a way? Because I think that it was a neat feature that just didn't quite get to where it was supposed to be. Is camp cameras having... I uh, never thought of it beforehand, but maybe, yeah. So, it, like... It's an interesting concept. I hope they like because they didn't really put much thought because the uh, when it came out, I'm pretty sure it's like no different than it is right now. They like fixed some tweaks and stuff, but they didn't put the software needed into it to like update it over time, which is kind of irritating. Um, I think that's all the news we have for today. So thanks for watching all that stuff. Thanks, Camden. I know it's unfortunate that we had to listen to you pretty much not be here, but honestly, uh, yeah, no, yeah, it's fine. Audio issues and stuff kind of get annoying. Yeah, so um, tune in to the next podcast whenever that is, whenever we get a new influx of news. So, uh, yeah, with that being said, thank you, Camden, for joining us today, even if it was a little bit of an altered state. And I will see everyone in the next uh, episode.